Hey guys, welcome to Film, Food, and More with Damien, and I am your host, Damien. Thank you guys for joining me each and every week, and if you're new and you're just joining and finding out about Film, Food, and More with Damien, thank you and welcome. What I would like to start off today with, guys, is you know I do the uh, check-ins and the how are we doing episodes, and I do them ever so often. There's no rule to how many you know, times that we will hear the how are you doing episodes, but I will definitely be checking in and how are we doing would be, you know, something that we talk about quite frequently. So today we're going to talk about, you know, feeling stressed about coronavirus and COVID-19 and managing anxiety in an anxiety provoking situation. And I know we spoke about this in the past, but each and every time there'll be some, you know, added information and some more tips and there'll never be too much information in in these uncertain times, especially when we're dealing with our elders. We may be caring for other family members, our teenagers, our children and ourselves within that. Let's remember ourselves because we can't serve and help anyone if we're not helping ourselves. So make sure that, you know, in, 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 in all of this, fill your cup, you know, make sure that your cup is being filled as well, because it's, 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 it's not good if you are running on E, but giving everyone, you know, giving of yourself. So ways to, you know, reduce risk is practicing good hygiene, sneezing and coughing into your elbows Sneezing in a t- into a tissue and immediately throwing the tissue away. Wash your hands regularly with soap, regularly with soap and water for at least twenty seconds. And I know this may seem redundant, but sometimes you have to say it to the children, you know. But in nice ways and over the dinner table, hey, are you guys washing your hands when you're not around me? You know, because not everyone has the liberty to be at home quarantining for months. You know, people are out working, and some people are still out working two and three jobs. And some children uh, will be returning back to school and have been in school situations or babysitters or whatever your case may be. But make sure that you are having these conversations in in a way where they're not burdening, you know, not a burden or not pessimistic or not uh, so, so scientific and technical have regular conversations at the dinner table hey guys i know you were at the babysitters today do you make sure you wash your hands when you're not around me and you know like joke and laugh about it do you do this do you count to 10 or what are you doing are you singing your abcs make fun out of it you know uh it's really it's an important issue and topic but make fun out of it, especially for children and don't make it so gloomy. And that's something that I've mentioned to you guys in the past. And if you guys are just joining in uh, and you are new to Film Food and More with Damien, Film Food and More with Damien is, think of it as a, a pot of gumbo, your favorite soup with a little bit of everything, you know, included in there. So at Film Food and More, you'll find film, you'll find food, you'll find more, you'd find culture, but most importantly, inspiration and and, and um, just good stuff here. Good stuff here. I told you that this space is like 
going over to your best friend's house or a family member who you're really fond of and sitting down and kicking and putting your feet up. You know, that's what film food and more. That's the vibe. And that's what I've created here from day one. Next, manage your information flow by choosing reliable sources and establish boundaries on checking for updates. I know a lot of people um, check for updates regularly. It's all over the news is everywhere we go. So what I do is I limit and I really stick to this in the beginning in the beginning, I'll be honest, let's be honest here, uh, and candid and open. I was checking every five minutes. I checked, I listened to this, I listened to that. But now it's, uh, I set boundaries of how much and how long I will listen. Um, when you're scrolling through social media as an entrepreneur and as a emerging influencer, I'm on social media, you know, quite frequently, but I make sure that I am in 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 conjunction with all the news about what's going on. I make sure that that's not solely what I'm consuming, you know, during my time there. I'm I'm handling business, looking at fun things, activities, things to order, you know, and all of the above. But, you know, pick a few trusted news outlets such as the state and local health authorities, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or World Health Organization, and commit, you know, to checking once or twice, you know, for updates. Uh, once or twice a day, if that works for you, if it's still too overwhelming, you know, when you feel like it. So there's no rule. Monitor your anxiety levels, you know, so anxiety is a normal response to a stressful situation, but you know, we need to monitor it. You know, a lot of the times you don't even know that you're stressed, you know, sometimes you really don't know, you know, what is going on. You know, you don't know what these feelings are about, but it's, it, it, it can be stress and, and stress is a, is a silent killer. We've all heard that in the past that people, you know, have suddenly died, you know, from being overstressed and then their heart gives out, asthma attacks and a host of other things that can be, you know, presented from excessive stress. So knowing the difference between tip, tip, um, typical and atypical stress is important. Monitoring your stress level will let you know when you need to seek additional help. You understand? So know the difference if you know, you're constantly upset, constantly crying, constantly feeling overwhelmed. That may be different than the norm of like, you know, sitting in the house and saying, I'm so stressed and I'm tired. But then you turn on a TV and you laugh at your TV show. If you continuously cannot get out of that funk, then it's time, you know, to seek additional help. A typical stress rea reaction, because some people may not be aware, you know, of, of symptoms and talk to the children about this. And remember, again, at the dinner table, make it fun with your friends uh, on your Zoom. But let's continue to talk about it. Uh, and I know it sounds like a contradiction because the show is basically the episode is basically about don't be overwhelmed about it. But I never want you guys to think that I'm saying let's not talk about it. Let's come up with creative ways to talk about it and less stress inducing ways to talk about what we're facing. 
So, a typical stress re reaction may include temporary difficulty concentrating, irritability and anger, fatigue, stomach ache, and difficulty sleeping. So these are the some, you know, the signs you may look out for that you didn't even know. You may think, well, no, I'm up because of, you know, the extra coffee I had. No, you may not be able to get to sleep because of, you know, your stress levels and, and you know, all of the things that's going on, not being able to concentrate. I know I felt that early on. I wasn't able to concentrate and it was crazy for me because um, as a creator, concentration is my best friend and being able to concentrate and do what I have to do. Uh, so I remember that feeling and irritability, you know, irritability, irritability in the um, beginning, <laughs> tongue twister, guys, and and anger. I remember that. I remember that. But uh, not everyone has outlets to channel those two. So imagine a person who just has the anger, the irritability, you know, the difficulty concentrating and no outlets, no friends, no, no being a, a create, you know, a creator or all the other things that I may do or the next person may do. So, you know, monitor that, you know, monitor that and know the symptoms, you know, that I just mentioned. And that was uh, typical stress and atypical stress reaction may include persistent and are excessive worry that doesn't lift and keeps you from carrying out your daily task. If you experience significant changes in your energy level, eating patterns or sleeping patterns, difficulty concentrating on normal tasks, prolonged and overwhelming worry and hopelessness or thoughts of self injury or suicide, then you need to seek immediate, you know, help. And, and, um, and that's important. So if you're feeling this, don't feel it alone. Don't deal with that alone. We don't have to anymore. And, and the stigma on mental health is still here. It still exists, but it's easier to talk about it now. It's easier because it's out in the open now and it's not the hidden, the hidden thing under the, under the rug or in the closet. It's here now. So, so definitely talk. Practice good self-care, include exercise, eating healthy, food, sleeping, and adequate, you know, amount, you know, at night. If possible, spend some time outside, avoid staying up late, you know, to monitor the news, okay? Of course, let's stay away from that. And remember, we said we were going to check in and out with the news at a designated time that works best for you, but not, you know, in, in droves of just news and news and news, Virtually reach out to different types of support networks, such as family, friends, colleagues, faith-based communities, and social org organizations to strengthen your overall feeling of connection, isolation, loneliness, and anxiety. Find meaningful tasks and roles within your support network to channel your anxiety, all right? So, um... Some of the things that I've been doing, you know, volunteering. If you guys follow me, you see, you know, you can see that on my um, social media. Uh, um, I haven't been able to go into the hospitals that we always do with the children every year, Christmas. That's been real stressful for me. But I'll be on, I'll be on Zoom with the kids uh, in the mornings for Christmas. A lot of the kids that I've serviced over the years, some of them have passed on, but some of them are familiar, you know, children who are still in the hospital or frequent the hospital 
often. So it'll be great to see them. It'll be great to see them and still be able to bring love, cheer, and good tidings through music, you know, on Zoom now because we can't go into the hospitals. So find whatever your thing is, you know, safely for you. You know, if you, if you don't feel that it's safe and it's not a safe environment, then you, you don't volunteer that way. Maybe vol maybe do something like do call check-ins or find an organization that is practicing safe guidelines and they may have, you know, ideas and tips on finding something to do within their organization. Find or create spaces that are not focused on COVID-19. Start a social media thread about other topics. Ask friends to discuss other topics or watch your favorite TV or movie or tune in to me each and every Friday at 8 p.m. on dnaradio.net and Friday and Saturday for my encore show at 4 p.m. And you can tune into dnaradio.net 24-7 radio. That's dnaradio.net. You know, 24-7 music. Savor small positive moments. Amplify positive stories and stay optimistic. Try to cultivate a mental wellness practice such as writing in a gratitude journal. And we've heard that a couple of times each and every time we talk about uh, dealing with anxiety and mental health. You know, but that gratitude journal or, you know, talking nightly with your family about moments during the day that were fun or enjoyable. Let's do that, you know, and practice that more and, and, and talk to the kids about that, about, you know, talking about more enjoyable things over the dinner table, you know, have the conversation. I said, guys, so I don't want you guys to think that I'm saying to hide the conversation about what's going on, have it, but within it, have some kind of fun and some type of, you know, some type of middle way, you know? As soon as possible, next, as soon as possible, work with your mental health provider on a coping plan. Think about helpful coping skills that you can practice, you know, daily. Um, I, I'm doing mindful meditation. I'm doing a daily cardio walk. Um, but find what, what works for you. Um, and there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that you can do. Painting, crossword puzzles. Find whatever works for you. You know, but within that, find something that will help you with your coping skills. Write out a plan, you know, to help prepare you for when your anxiety is heightened and, and, and really there. Write out a plan, you know, because sometimes we have to see this visually, like on a vision board. I have things written all over our home. Sometimes it's on stickies on the mirror in the bathroom. Sometimes it's on a sticky outside the door. Sometimes it's in a sticky in the car. But... They're around when I need them. Uh, work with your mental health providers on alt alternative options, you know. Uh, and if you don't have a mental health provider, in case you're saying, well, hey, I don't have one, there's ways to, you know, find one within your network of doctors. And you can definitely speak to your primary physician and inform them that you would like to speak to someone. Seek positive support. Connect yourself to others who understand your experiences and can assist in problem solving. Um, if social distancing increases feelings of isolation, look into online peer supports or peer hotlines. For parents with pre-existing anxiety disorders, think about 
okay? And this is important. And rehearse scripts for talking with your kids about the COVID-19. Remember, we said at the dinner table, have it loosely. But if you need to write things down and you need to go over it prior to talking to your family, absolutely, by all means necessary, don't feel uncomfortable about it. Because children take cues from, you know, from us and from, you know, parents, you know, about how, you know, anxious they need to be about a topic. So if they see us really overwhelmed and upset, this is what they're going to model, you know. Uh, so seek out resources and media that assist in your preparation prior to doing this, especially based on your children's age group, you know. Talk about the situation openly. Most kids... At least elementary age and up have heard about COVID-19, you know, so uh, so talk about it again. Remember, we said talk about it, but loosely and not so scientific and not so draining and overwhelming, you know, but uh, it's definitely something that we need to continue having the conversation about. Don't give more information than is requested, you know, uh, just give, you know, don't 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 give as much information where your child will become scared or anxious. Enough information and that's it. So it's called TMI. Don't give too much information. Help your school age child and adolescent set boundaries on their information flow the same way we're setting boundaries for ourselves. You know, hey, what are you watching? What are you viewing? Try to do more family time. If you can, so remember, I can't speak for everyone's situation because some people out here still working and everyone does not have the leisure and the liberty to sit home, you know, with their children all day like everyone would want to. So have those conversations, you know, keep as many routines intact as possible for kids, you know, when they're home. Find fun ways to maintain contact with individuals your child is separated from. So especially for us in our home, uh, my teen had a best friend that he grew up with. Luckily, they connected prior to the COVID, like right prior to the pandemic. They are now uh, connected. You know, they had lost. They moved. They moved first before and sold their house and they moved from the area. So they lost contact for, for a great amount of years, but they are back together like brothers as if they never left. So that was amazing for me. And I'm so glad that that happened. And sometimes when we set our mind to something, because I remember, I remember that time frame when the two families, I know myself, I was busy running around, you know, things were normal then. I was promoting a film. I was either taping something. I was working on a set with someone else. I was recording a jingle. I was doing something. I kept saying, okay, let's try this weekend to, to get you guys back together and have a lunch. But this one particular weekend, I said, nope. And I called and I said, we're going to do it. I put everything aside and I had them meet up. And it was just as if they never left each other. And I, I believe they hadn't seen each other since probably six years old. And, and now these are 16 year old, you know, young men. It was amazing to see that energy and that brotherhood that they once had. Next, find fun ways to maintain contact with individuals. Well, I, we said that one. <laughs> we said that one. And forgive me, guys. 
I'm just was so overwhelmed about that feeling and seeing them to connect that I brought it up again. And so you get the whole thing. You get that, that, um, thing about connecting with people, encourage physical activity and time outside where possible. Uh, so both staying active and having opportunities to be in nature and helpful with mitigating anxiety and building resilience. Use this as an opportunity to teach the stress tolerance skills that will help, will be helpful to your kids in any situation. And why did I put that in my note that way? I put, so it's just so crazy guys. I'm reading my notes that I have for you guys and I'm going off the, you know, cause I really like the, I don't know about other podcasters. I'm going to ask my podcaster family when we get on zoom, you know, do people write notes or what do you do? Cause most of it is off the head for me, but then when I want to be factual and look at my notes, it, it, it's more confusing to actually look at the notes when it's coming straight off the head, like a rapper, you know, spitting like a rapper. Well, that's what they say. That's the term, not actually spitting. If you guys are just tuning in when a rapper raps or rhymes, they call it spitting. I'm going to probably dig up the history where that comes from. So anyway, uh, when outside as much as possible, use, you know, use that as an, as an opportunity to distress, uh, facilitate ways for older people to main social connections, you know, and, and, and I'm dealing with this as well, dealing with the, with the elderly grandmother that I am the primary caretaker for. Um, they've been told to isolate as much as possible. Um, it is likely that social isolation and loneliness may take a toll on them physically and mental health, you know, on their physically. Luckily, by the grace of God, this is not happening right now for Nana. But I've seen days where in I'm wondering what's in her mind because she's always been that way where she won't say much. But I try my best to make her life as comfortable and happy as much as possible. But, you know, coordinate with other people to check in you know, in a rotation so the individual feels the support, you know, of your network, you know, um, so whoever you, you're dealing with, because not everyone is a grandparent that you take care of. Sometimes it's a cousin, an aunt, an uncle, or another elder in the family, or a neighbor, but definitely utilize those tips. For me, I have some wonderful, wonderful, wonderful friends and family who check on her as much as I do, you know, and, and, and thank you. Thank you. If any of you guys are listening, thank you all for checking in. You know who you are. Uh, I encourage them to stay as active as possible for older adults like Nana. She loves her jeopardy. She loves to still prepare little light meals. You know, that's changing with her mobility, but she's still preparing her little light meals. She reads her Bible and jeopardy is a really huge thing for her. So I'm loving that. And it keeps her brain sharp um help you know the older adults find ways they can help you know help others you know call in to check in she has um a couple of close friends who calls every day do facetime i know i mentioned to you guys in a previous episode that i purchased some devices so now you know granny can do facetime on her own device um practice self-care and compassion you know um and be compassionate to ourselves too, you know, remember that, you know, remember that, that while giving, you know, caregiving is demanding and rewarding, you know, you know, it's a rewarding role, 
you know, for many of us to, to give back and to care for, especially for me, I can speak personally for a grandmother who went above and beyond for all of us to just be able to care for her and still be alive and have her here is like one of the, the greatest joys I wake up for each day. But being a caregiver during a time of heightened, you know, pandemic, you know, is concerning. It's, it's stressful. Uh, so find a way to take small breaks, you know, uh, rotate responsibilities with others and practice your own mental health strategies. And remember that. And remember, it's OK to take a break. Remember, as long as they're in a situation where they're safe and they're not unsafe and it's not something that you have to be there on top of it 24 seven, it's OK. Do not beat yourself up to take a break. Do not beat yourself up to take a break. OK. Set up peer support, such as peer supervision and consultation to connect with others who are in a similar situation, you know, and this is what I have. Setting up spaces to discuss the toll and the trauma that anxiety puts on our body is, a, is, is, is the ultimate part and, and important part of self-care. So. Here are a few numbers, guys. I like to always close out with some numbers when I have numbers because I was telling you guys, and if we're having a conversation about help and seeking help, sometimes people are not aware. So New York Project Hope has a hotline, 1-844-863-9314. And that, again, is New York Project Hope, 1-844-863-9314. The other is one 800 273 talk again 1-800-273 talk and for um someone if you're just tuning in you're elder and you may not you know be able to see the dials on the phone the 1-800 talk is uh stands for 1-800-273-8255 again 1-800-273-8255 i thank you guys for sp spending this time with me as always, and, you know, listening to Film Food and More with Damien, it, it'll only be get better by the grace of God. I'm here every, each and every week for you guys. Thank the team over at DNARadio.net for making sure that this reaches you guys every, each and every week. And you guys tune in to DNARadio.net. It's, it's, it's the number one streaming experience that you know, you would ever experience. I promise you, you'll love it. And you, you'll hit me back and say, wow, I heard nothing but hits. And I wasn't bogged down by, um, commercials. Okay, guys. So what do we say in closing? Cause we're getting ready to close out this episode. Surround yourself with people who are good to what? To you and good for you. No exceptions. Be well, guys. See you soon.